0: It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J and K Contracting. Ready, break. Now from the WATH Studios. Here's Connor Mills and Joey Maduro.
1: Welcome to the Sports Fan, presented by J and K Contracting. As it is six oh six on the clock on this. Tuesday, June 29th, July, right around the corner as summer just seems to be flying by like it always does. Joey Medor here alongside Connor Mills as we will take you up until 6.40 on the show today as Reds' first pitch set for 7-10 as they start a series uh, this week against the San Diego Padres as this time they're coming to Cincinnati as, of course, not last weekend, but the weekend before that. Cincinnati had a four-game set against the Dads out there in San Diego. But 92 degrees outside. It's a good day, Connor. If you wanted to go out and get a tan on, I see uh, you. You didn't exactly work on that today, but no, no, no tanning, uh, not yet. Uh, so hot the power went out. So uh, <laughs> you know, glad to have that back on and good. Yeah, right. I mean, that, that's like the second. I mean couple weeks ago the whole building went out for for about a half hour it was a quick one but today it was it was like half the building uh but luckily we're on and we're ready to go for a short little sports fan we have a little bit more time to talk than we did yesterday yeah a little bit longer than uh just the four minutes that we had at the
2: top before the reds took over and uh you know I'll, i'll say thankfully the reds are playing san diego at home Right, because I don't feel like staying up until about maybe two o'clock, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning to figure out what happened between the Reds and the Padres on a West Coast game. So I'm glad right. that, uh, yeah, that that game's... That, uh, that sports update.
1: So, yeah, you know, you
2: gotta that game's uh, being played at Great American Ballpark, and again, that'll be a
1: 6:40 pregame start, 7:10 for first pitch. I've seen you do some later, uh, some later morning sports updates before. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on whatever the game is. You know, well, the, I just mean there was one time during football season. I mean, I think you might have been up at four doing one of those things.
2: Yeah, possibly. What was that, Ohio State that I was waiting on a, uh, a score for? Nah, no,
1: no, no, it was Browns-Ravens, I think, that crazy uh, Monday night game. Yeah, probably.
2: Listen, I mean, I'll, I'll stay up as, <laughs> as late as need be to get these, uh, you know, scores in. But, hey, you know, I'm glad that, again, that it's an East Coast game.
1: You know, Eastern Standard Time for uh, the Padres and Reds. And before we get into talking about the game tonight, a little bit later on in the program, it was a come-from-behind victory last night. You might not think it if you just looked at the final score, but the Reds were trailing late in the ball game. Matter of fact, in the bottom of the seventh, they found themselves losing to the fighting Phils from Philadelphia, four to two. And then Connor, just an absolute explosion of offense in the seventh and eighth inning yesterday. Four in the bottom of the seventh. How about six more in the bottom of the eighth? Those four came on a Nick Castellanos grand slam to give them that six to four lead in that moment. And then it just piled on in that eighth inning. Castellanos, seven RBIs, three for five. Uh, Connor, it's getting harder and harder by the day to not have this guy as the clear cut NL MVP to this point this season. No, and a lot of people were high on Jesse Winker, and I'm still very high on Jesse Winker, but I had always,
2: and, and you know me, Joey, you know, I'm an average guy, right? The, the guy who hits for the, the best average, uh, I would say, is your best hitter on the team. Doesn't matter how far or how many home runs a guy has. If he's hitting consistently, he's hitting above 300, and in the case of Castellanos, he's now almost halfway through the season still hitting at 350, right? I mean, yeah. what is he, just a couple of uh, you know, points off at 350? Yeah, think, 347. Yeah, after 347. Last night.
1: Um, And to your point also, I mean, just to take an example from the team, a guy like, uh, you know, Eugenio Suarez, more of a power threat. Uh, That's kind of the only thing he offers these days because he's batting 175. So he's clearly not uh, one of the better hitters on the team, but he is a big home run kind of guy. Sometimes you can be able to have the ability to drive the ball out of the ballpark, but that doesn't necessarily make you the best all around hitter on your team. And uh, Castellanos, he hasn't been the biggest power threat this year, but I mean, he got into that grand slam last night out to left center field up around the Reds' bullpen. I mean, he knew it off the bat that it was gone. He kind of took a peek at it for a little bit. But, uh, you know, that just feels like a win last night. And you didn't get your best effort from Wade Miley. Um, He still battled out and, you know, toughed it out through six innings despite not having his best stuff as his ERA creeps above three for the first time in a while at 3.09. But he gets through six innings. Limited the damage as much as he could. There was a lot of traffic on the base pass. He gave up eight hits, three walks, four runs came in to score. Still had the strikeouts working um, a little bit there. Uh, he finished the day with seven. But to not have the starting performance and to be down late in ball ballgames, uh, we haven't seen the Reds rally back a lot this year. And, and in the weekend split against the Braves, the offense wasn't really clicking on all cylinders. And uh, they weren't doing too hot early on in this game as well, besides Castellanos had a two-RBI single in the bottom of the third But, man, those seventh and eighth innings, those were just uh, electric to watch, capped off by uh, a Joey Votto solo home run, which is a shot out into the right field bleachers to uh, make the deficit eight for Philly at that point. And uh, even this Reds bullpen that has been uh, shoddy this year, I think we can all agree, wasn't going to squander that lead.
2: As 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 much as the Reds have had a difficult time trying to find a consistent reliever out of their bullpen, of course with Antone going down onto the uh, IL on Saturday, um, the, the Phillies have had a worse bullpen, right? I mean they just could not get anybody going, uh, and, and I would if I was the official scorer I'd even make it a worse ERA uh, for De Los Santos because De Los Santos gives up you know the six runs only two of them were earned, but again he was the guy who committed the error. You know, if the pitcher commits the error, I mean, those runs are, are on you, buddy. So, again, it, it's a uh, a very difficult time that the Phillies have had. They've had the hitting. Uh, they've had some of the starting pitching. But they have not been able to get their bullpen under control, which is why they're under, you know, 500 by a couple of games. And uh, they're still within the NL East. Nobody's run away with the division. I mean, the Mets are still up by three, three games on Washington. But the Nationals have jumped them. Phillies now just... Uh, you know, a, a couple of games above Miami at the bottom in the NL East. Yeah. So Phillies just don't really have a lot
1: going. Reds got to their bullpen, and uh, they really, really got to their bullpen late. Yeah, the NL East um, hasn't been, you know, it's probably an argument of... If you're going to argue what's has been the worst division in baseball this year, you'd probably have it between the NL Central and NL East at this point. Um, well, I mean, it's...
2: I wouldn't say worst, but I think they... The NL Central and NL East have been hard hit by injuries, right? I, I think there was a lot of injuries that have gone up and down. I mean, Atlanta Soroka just got—I um, think it was an, an Achilles tear. He was walking into the ballpark and, and retore his Achilles, and that's a talented pitcher for the Braves. So the Braves are down a couple of injuries. Uh, I mean, Soto saw some time off for the Washington Nationals, and now the Nationals are, are coming all the way back. They're well, 30 and
1: 38 on a different planet in the month of June. I think he's at 15 homers now.
2: This yeah. Month. I mean, Schwarber has, has really been, uh, you know, kind of a surprise. I mean, I was listening to the broadcast cause you know, I, I listened into, you know, the Mets and Mets and nationals are playing and, you know, one of the broadcasters were talking about how Schwarber, I believe he's from Indiana, um, the Indiana university, but he was crushing the baseball
1: back in college, the way now he's doing it against professional pitchers. Well, he was and- always a solid hitter in, uh, In Chicago, but they just had such a loaded outfield in the time he was there, and he wasn't the the swiftest of gloves out there, So, and obviously no DH in the NL, so he was kind of seen as the odd man out at times, but he was always known as a a formidable major league hitter. Right, but now he's on another level with the way that he's been just jacking the ball out of the ballpark, it seems like every single game. Yeah, I think 15 home runs is up there with, you know, and obviously these were done with steroids, but the Bonds and Sosa's, uh, the most home runs, they hit it a month during their, you know, monster home run seasons. now now uh, you got to know that Schwarber's not on anything, or at least you don't think he's on anything. Yeah, right. Uh Um, But getting back to the Reds here, you know, first of all, you mentioned the Phillies bullpen, and you know, they brought in that Feliz guy who he was, he played down in Texas for a long time. He's been a household name in the MLB for a while, but this is his first appearance this year. 40 ERA. Yeah, that's how you know you had a tough night out there on the mound. But uh, just really fun to see that kind of offensive explosion and, and Castellanos. I mean, seven RBIs. And, you know, five of those seven came after the seventh inning. So uh, that, that, that was really special to watch. A great performance uh, trying to keep his name on the map where it should be i mean he's had an unreal season uh, to be batting you don't see guys hitting this with this kind of average too often this late into the season really um i mean the guys almost up around 350 at this point so his name should be uh, mentioned in any kind of mvp conversation that you're going to have this point of the season we'll see if he keeps it up uh you know akiyama he's continued to struggle to kind of you know find the uh find a groove out there Batting him fifth, I thought was a little strange, but uh, you're still getting India, who's been getting on base a lot. Winker contributes a hit, and we we keep bringing this up. But Joey Votto, since coming back off the IL, he is uh, he's made a pretty big impact. Put him in the cleanup spot last night. He goes two for five with that solo home run that uh, that we mentioned earlier. So you got to feel good with uh, what you're getting from the lineup. And you also, I mean, Connor, that that just seems like a win last night. You know, your rally late in the game in the bottom of the seventh inning. And just turn it into a hit parade, really, when they were really struggling. And you just hope a victory like that. It's a one-off against the Phillies. Uh, you get them out of the way. You have the Padres who swept you out in San Diego the last time you played them. Uh, hopefully, they're able to now come out and ride this momentum after a huge come-from-behind victory that they had last night. Well, you have to, right? I mean, you got to be feeling good what you
2: did against the Phillies last night. Uh, Vado has cooled down a little bit since coming back off the I.L., you know, batting 276. It's still higher than what he's batting now. Uh, however, the the thing with the Reds are, you know, it's, again, a good team in the San Diego Padres. The Padres have now re-hit their stride. Uh, back when we were talking in the first series, back when they were, you know, out in San Diego, uh, you know, the Padres were reeling. But now here you see a Padres team that is, you know, back to near full strength a team that is ready to go out have there and hit. 47 but,
1: wins, and they're still four games back in the NL West.
2: Right. I mean, that just goes to show you how good the NL West is, but it also shows how good you know the Padres are. They got 47 wins, and here come the Reds, who are 39 and 38, right? So San Diego, again, it's not the same team that the Reds had faced that I had hoped they were going to be able to take advantage of uh, back when they were on that West Coast trip. And, yeah, it's going to be, you got to buckle up for this one because it's going to be a, a difficult series forthcoming. Uh, but now you got Tony Santion coming up, and, yeah, he should uh, hopefully bounce back against the Padres. And I know we didn't get uh, too well of a, a good reception against San
1: Diego the first time around, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what he has tonight. Absolutely. We'll get a little bit more into... The matchup tonight against the San Diego Padres for the Reds. But they do win last night, 12-4, 10 runs combined in the 7th and 8th inning to pull away and come up with a huge victory. So hopefully they save some offense for tonight's game because they're going to need it against this Padres lineup that has been playing pretty well. But we'll talk a little bit more about the pitching matchup and lineups on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH.
0: Flu shots are available now at Fruit Pharmacy. Protect yourself and others from the flu. It's never been easier. Walk in, call ahead, or get a flu shot in the safety and convenience of your own vehicle. Need other items? Don't forget about fruits' curbside delivery and let Fruit do your shopping. The CDC recommends everyone over six months of age get a flu shot every year. With no charge on most insurances, what are you waiting for? Get your flu shot today at your local fruit. Your hometown family pharmacy. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from six to twelve. Hop on the party line from nine to ten. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from four to six p.m. and listen into the sports fan at six oh six on Classic Hits nine seventy and ninety seven point one FM WATH. Join WXTQ Power one oh five and Classic Hits nine seventy WATH for Athens' fabulous Fourth Celebration Saturday, July third. Come out and see the Jambulance and tune into one oh five point five FM at. 10 p.m. for the fireworks music sponsored by Larry's Doghouse, Steak and Shake, Hawking College, Lake Hope, The Pharmacy, Abdellas, Classic Brands Budweiser, and Matthews Insurance. It's Athens' fabulous fourth celebration, Saturday, July 3rd at 10 p.m. Live and local. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH.
1: talked about it before heading into the break as Cincinnati Reds will be taking on the San Diego Padres tonight first pitch slated for 7-10 the pregame will be right here on 970 WATH at 640 and that's when we'll take you up till Reds coming in 39-38 in and 38, six games back in the NL Central so they'll be looking to start to make up some ground because those Milwaukee Brewers have been hot They've won their last six in a row, eight and two in their last ten to jump all the way up to first place in the division, six games ahead of the Cincinnati Reds, and second are the Chicago Cubs as they sit there at 42 and 37, just four games back in the division. So Connor, the gap widening a little bit for the Reds at this point, Uh, and I think that They've kind of hovered around 500 for the last week plus of playing ball, and they really do need to have a good series against the Padres to start to try to get the ball rolling. Hopefully momentum from last night's game can help that out a little bit. But um, obviously, as we know, this is going to be a tough task because the Padres, although there were four pretty competitive baseball games when these two teams got together, the Padres handled the, the Reds um, pretty easily, and we talked about it in that series, that was series where obviously the Reds in the top of the ninth inning Game 1 went in to San Diego, took the lead in the top of the ninth inning with, uh, with base hits from, from Tyler Stevenson. Then I believe it was a home run from Jonathan India yep. that got them the lead. And then obviously we know what happened. Bullpens implodes in the bottom of the ninth. They lose that one 6-4. They go on to get swept in that series and uh, haven't really gotten back to the level that they were playing at before that series to this point. No, they haven't,
2: uh, and I actually think that that game for the Padres kind of launched them in their... Uh, it, again, they, they've been doing fairly well uh, since that point where they had the comeback win. Uh, whenever you play you know, in your home stadium, it's the reopening day. Uh, you and know, that the most, stadium was packed. It was packed, a lot of excitement in there, and Padres rode that momentum all the way to where they're at right now, even though, again, there are four games back on the leaders in San Francisco... I mean, the Giants have come out of nowhere, but for the Cincinnati Reds, you know, you got to put that series behind you. You got to go out there and win a couple of games now. Uh, Padres are 9-1 over the last 10, and even though that's the case, you know, they they played the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks had a couple competitive games as well, but as everybody knows at this point, Arizona has fallen out of contention. They are 22-58 this season, 2-8 and over the last 10. Good and, for the uh, worst
1: record in baseball. Yeah. Yeah, saves uh, saves Baltimore there. <laughs> I don't know if it saves us. I think I think the Orioles want the first pick at this point. Um, oh, maybe. But
2: uh, you never want to lose. You don't want to be called the worst team in baseball. But they are. So
3: embrace. They them. are.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the, the I 60- told you before we got on the show. Wait till twenty twenty four. See, I, as a fan, I don't know if I can wait till twenty twenty
2: four. You're a Jets fan. Of course, you can wait. Yeah, I've waited your whole life. That doesn't mean I want to wait. I don't want to see the team succeed. I want to go out. I mean, what there am I supposed to do? Uh, the
1: season's over. They're thirty games below five. I I already know they're not gonna win. So <laughs> at this point, lose <laughs> yeah. the first pick. I don't know. I, I like to see him go for it, but obviously
2: at this point Baltimore is out of it. Uh Diamondbacks are out of it. But my point is that San Diego went against, again, the the bottom tier of, of baseball right now in, in the uh Diamondbacks. And you know they they're winding this momentum into a game in Great American Ballpark against the Reds. And the Reds are still hoping for something this season, right? They're not too far out of it. The six games, you know, behind the leaders and the Brewers, like you said. And uh, they were as close as two games from the lead when it was both Chicago, the Cubs, and the Milwaukee Brewers not too long ago. Uh, so the division, even though it looks like Milwaukee is starting to to get a little bit of a lead, uh, this division's not one by any stretch of the imagination. No, absolutely not. We've seen so. all these
1: teams this year have their ups and downs. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where where the Brewers got swept by the by the Reds in a three-game series and they were riding about a six-game losing streak. The one thing I will say, uh, you were kind of right because uh, the, the Padres were spiraling coming into that uh that four-game Reds series. They'd only won two of their previous nine-ball games going into that one. So to get out of that funk the way they did and to sweep the rest of that series, then they go on to sweep the Dodgers, who, I mean, the Padres have had the Dodgers number uh, throughout this year, and then they take two or three from the Diamondbacks. Um, this is going to be a another another test for this team. Uh, we we talked about it last week. Uh, you know, they've played you know 500 baseball this year, and I think it. I think their. I think their talent that they've had this season kind of reflects in their record. You know, they're they're good enough to compete they're not a pushover team by any stretch of the imagination but they're they're also not a world series contending type of team they're about average they have some days where their offense is un, is unstoppable and that can help them win some games that maybe they shouldn't and then on the flip side of that they have days where the bullpen is god awful and it 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 doesn't it 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 counters what the offense is able to do at times
2: and right you know i mean they have to their hitting is what is going to allow them to sink or swim, right? If they can hit, they can overcome their bullpen woes. Uh, and even the starting pitching has been relatively consistent, right?
1: I mean, you I, have, I've got no gripes with the starting pitching. You have three guys, well, two mainly, Miley and Miley, and that's been a tongue twister for me all season, um, have been consistent all year. Luis Castillo, he had a horrendous start to the year. Awful. He's been bouncing back a yep. little bit. He's had a few quality starts here. Gutierrez, a youngster, has stepped up, pitched well for the most part. Santillan, you'll see him again tonight. We'll see. We'll see how that how that plays out. Um, and I would agree the starting pitching is not the glaring issue on this team. I you, the the starting pitching is good enough to be you know in contention. It really is that bullpen that has uh, kind of dragged everything down for this team.
2: Right, and that's why. You know, if they're able to get a couple of arms back, if they're able to get, uh, you know, healthy after the All-Star break, if you get Antone back, I know he just went on to the IL again, uh, 10-day IL, I think it was uh, right forearm or or something like that. Yeah, same issue he'd been having. Yeah. So if you're getting your guys back and if you're healthy, I think they can be one of a contender. I think they can contend for the top of the NL Central, but it all hinges upon can they're bullpen be consistent enough to go out there and get the job done on a day-in-day basis. At this point, halfway through the season, the offense has said, yes, they can be consistent, they can put up runs on the board, and they can hit their way back into baseball games like they overcame the Phillies yesterday by imploding their bad bullpen. But now it's up to the Reds to try to do it against a better team in San Diego, a team that's been really hot over the last couple of, uh, couple of weeks and a team that features one of the best, uh, you know, fielders and one of the
1: best players in baseball in Fernando Tatis Jr. 25 homers for Tatis Jr. on the year with a 294 average, 55 RBIs. And obviously the numbers are already impressive, but you take into account that he had a DL stint earlier on in the season. So he, he's had less at-bats than a lot of guys who, uh, who are at the top of the home run ranks right now. And Connor, every time... You you'll like get the notifications on your phone if you aren't watching the game. It's always check out this Fernando Tatis four hundred fifty foot homer. It feels like I get like two or three of those a week. I mean, when this guy gets a hold of the ball, it, it just flies out of the park. Uh he bit the Reds a couple times. The last time they played, obviously he's gonna be a problem. Uh Santillan will take the bump for the Reds in this one. Had a good start his last time out, as we all know, as uh trying to pull up the the exact Game It was against uh, Colorado, or excuse me, against uh, Atlanta in the weekend series uh, where he was able to pick up the victory. And uh, he got through six innings, three hits, one run, one home run, three walks, and eight strikeouts. By far the best of his three outings. Um, but it, he did face this San Diego team out there in California in that four-game sweep that they, that they suffered just a couple weekends ago. And it was probably his worst start to this point, right? Uh, only gets through three innings, give up four hits, three runs, three earned, two of them being home runs and a walk. Um, it just seemed like these Padres guys were, were seeing the ball well off him, And, uh, there was a lot of loud contact being made and they, and they got him out of the game. The Reds ended up losing, uh, eight to two anyway. So hopefully he's able to, uh, kind of pick up where he left off in that last start against Atlanta and, uh, you know, keep the ball in the park. That's going to be the main thing because they have these guys like Machado and Tatis, who we just mentioned, and uh, Jake Cronenworth has 12 home runs on the year as well. There's a lot of pop in this Padres order, so uh, if you leave the ball over the plate, it it's going to be a rough day for him. It will be. And now you see what you know your pitching coach is
2: worth. Now you see what Santian is worth, right? Because now, what adjustments do they make from that game until this game? They had a start in between. It was a pretty good start against the Atlanta Braves uh, for on last time out. So now what, what adjustments can you make against the San Diego Padres? You know, How do you make sure that you last more than three innings, give up less than, than those three runs that you gave up? Uh, and, and you're going to hopefully see those adjustments tonight. Uh, if he doesn't make those adjustments, well, it's going to be a quick game. It's probably going to be a bullpen game, something that the Reds don't
1: prefer to do. No, you don't say? Um, speaking of bullpen games, uh, it's kind of what the Padres are going to play tonight as they send uh, Craig Stammon out to start the game. Uh, while Stammon has been in 33 games this year, none of them being a start. This will be his first start on the season. He's only pitched 44 and two-thirds, uh, 48 strikeouts in that, a whip under one at .96, pitching to a 3-1 record with a 2.82 ERA. Very solid career bullpen guy, Connor, 3.64 career ERA. has a winning record, 800 innings pitched, but... When you see a, a bullpen guy like this starting out on the mound, you, I mean, as a manager, I think you're thinking, all right, just get us through three, one time through the order, and we'll figure it out from there. But obviously, if he's cruising, maybe you push him for four, and I mean, he's got to be really efficient, you would have to think, to see five innings in this one. So obviously, the Padres are uh, looking at a more of a bullpen type of approach for this one, and that, that's something we've seen that's become a little bit more common at times, Uh, in the MLB when guys are trying to, you know, give their starters an extra day's rest. Well, yeah, and I don't know if I really like the bullpen games. Um, You know,
2: you like to see a guy go out there, eat up a lot of innings, hopefully do well, right? Uh, And I think from the Red standpoint, maybe it's a little bit more difficult to game plan against a quote-unquote opener because you don't know who the second guy is going to be out of the bullpen, right? If you're only going to face the quote-unquote opener for an inning or two, then you got to change your whole approach for the next guy. Uh, and that that's where, you know, the advanced scouting and, and maybe some analytics come into play for batting. You always hear about analytics, about pitching. Uh, but, you know, it poses a new challenge to try to prepare not only for the first guy who you know you're going to see for maybe one time around the order, if that, maybe two, but if you go out and, and, and you look at him and, uh, you know, you knock him around in the first, then, you know, maybe you see somebody else after that and you know, the Reds are good at getting to the bullpen. So I don't know. It, it's, it's a different challenge. Um, you see that more often now, but then again, that's uh, that's kind of this day in baseball. The Reds
1: did see stemming twice in the four game series. They played a couple weekends ago. Uh, the first game, he had a pretty, pretty easy inning three up, three down, no hits, no runs, no walks. Uh, Second game that they saw them. They did get a couple of base runners, including a hit-by-pitch. They were actually able to load the bases, but no runs came across to score. So Stammen's pitched two shutout innings this year against the Reds who look to continue that one. As that game, of course, first pitch at 7-10. As we'll quickly go through the lineups, as it's Jonathan India leading off of the Reds, that's second winker in left field, Castellanos in right field, batting third, batting cleanup, the rookie catcher Tyler Stevenson uh batting 5th, first baseman Joey Votto who by the way, milestone watch tonight Connor as that home run for him was career RBI number 999 so he'll look to eclipse the uh the 1k mark in tonight's game. As batting 6th is e-, e Oh god, this one always Ehenio. yeah, I I know. I know it I, I just I thought about it too much. <laughs> so it stumbled me. But Suarez at third base batting 6th, batting 7th at short will be Kyle Farmer. Shogo Akiyama will get a start for a second straight day. He'll bat 8th in center field in Santillon, Obviously the pitcher batting ninth On the other side, Padres, Tommy Pham in left field. Fernando Tatis Jr. at short. Jake Cronenworth batting 3rd at 2nd. Manny Machado batting cleanup playing 3rd. Trent Grisham in center field batting 5th. Eric Hosmer at first base batting 6th. Will Myers in right batting 7th. Victor Caratini who hit a walk-off home run against the Reds. In the last time these two teams played, he'll bat eighth and catch, and batting ninth is Craig Stammon, the pitcher. Can't let your backup catcher beat you like that. Well, they did. They Amir, did. Amir Garrett did.
0: <laughs>
1: but he did, was... get, he did get a save over the weekend. Yeah, Garrett's been pitching better as of late. It's hard. To, it was hard to get worse. <laughs> That's true. It's hard to get worse. Uh, but that game, once again, 7-10, first pitch. Santian versus Stammon as the Reds look to earn back-to-back victories and start to... Start to climb their way back up the standings in the NL Central. But we got to take one final break here on the Sports Fan. On the other side, we'll wrap up the show and send you into the Reds pregame as you listen to the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH.
0: Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970, WATH, to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show.
1: Well, probably not it's Kim not, not Kim the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really... <laughs> Bye. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06, and we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen.
0: Welcome to Sweet Tea USA, where we know our sweet tea and we like it sweet. Sweet in the morning to get you through the day, sweet in the evening to put a smile on your face. And McDonald's knows sweet tea, too. That's why you can get any size sweet tea for just a dollar. Plus, with insulated large cups, your drink stays cold longer. Here in Sweet Tea, USA, everything is a little sweeter. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal as compared to prior large cup.
3: From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutter with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call j Contracting at
0: 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. You're listening to 970-WATH and the Sports Fan.
1: We'll turn you over to the Reds' pregame show for their game tonight against San Diego Padres. You know, Connor, out of all the, all, of all the sports beds, one of my least favorite, element. Just do coming back in.
2: <laughs> a- well, there was one before that. It just, like, cut off and had, like, a different music at yeah, the tail end weird of it. Too.
1: That yeah, that was weird, I no too. I have no idea why that we, we have no effect on these beds. They, uh, they're they as random to you as they are to us. It just says sports beds, and it starts playing one. So, yeah, Some of them are good. Some are real good. Yeah, yeah. Some get you real fired up coming back in here for sure. Yeah, no. Troy could probably list off and name most of the songs. I, I usually know uh, a lot of the songs that end up coming on, but not that one. I'm unfamiliar. With, I've heard the bed before, but just uh, it's not just not my favorite. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Listen, you have the option to put in a couple other sports beds if you want. I'm sure I do have that option. Pick a song, whether I take it or not. Get uh, to be found. We'll out. We will, We shall see. But uh, tonight. Santillan versus them, and uh, do, you, do you like the Reds' chances? I mean, you think the conference may be shot after being swept by this Padres team? or? Um, Listen, uh,
2: you've you got to give the Reds a shot in any game that they're playing in, right? Just because of the, the fact of their hitting. Um, you know, Santillan has a good opportunity here to bounce back, see if he has longevity at the Major League level. He's been pitching well, had a, a blip on the radar against the Padres, and another chance to rectify that tonight. I would say, you know, especially with it being a bullpen game, the Reds probably do have a, a fairly good shot, especially at Great American Ballpark. So we'll see. I, I, I give the Reds an advantage, slight, slight advantage
1: just for tonight. Yeah, you're you know, you're hoping that uh that they didn't use up all the offense in those last couple innings last night where they scored ten runs combined in the seventh and eighth inning to beat the fighting Phils from Philadelphia twelve. As you look for a second straight victory. That's all the time we have for the sports fan today. Thank you for listening. As we have the Reds pregame coming up next, right here on 970 WATH. We'll see you tomorrow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio,
0: AM 970 and 97.1 FM.
3: W-A-T-H FM.